0: This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay Voices on Air. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and I'm Lynn Trafford presenting Rotary Wheels on behalf of the Rotary Club of Aharere Sunrise in Napier. This program is kindly sponsored by Dobson's Photo and Camera, opposite the library in Havelock North and in Upper Emerson Street in Napier opposite Hannah's. Dobsons convert old videotape formats to DVD or digital and they still print photos from film. Dobsons, for all things photographic. With me in the studio today is Major Tim Moulton from the Salvation Army Community Services based in Napier. Tim might be known to some listeners for his work based at the Salvation Army Corps in Flaxmere. The Salvation Army is known worldwide for its help and support of the local community in which it is located, whether it be as a provider of affordable housing, drug and alcohol addiction services, food bank supplies, budgeting advice, spiritual and counselling guidance, Whatever your personal needs, help is seen as available at the local Salvation Army. The Rotary Club of Ahuriri Sunrise is one of the many community groups in Napier that works in support of the Salvation Army. To hear where our help and support goes, we welcome Tim Moulton for an update. Hello, Tim. Good It's good to have you with us in the studio today. Just by way of a little bit of background, how long have you been with the Salvation Army now?
1: Uh, About 17 years.
0: 17 years, and based all over the place, really. I'm going to summarise it. Papakura, Nelson, Youth Services in Wellington, and then up to Flaxmere. So let's have a start at Flaxmere, shall we? How long were you at Flaxmere, please, Tim?
1: We were there for six years.
0: Six years. You described Flaxmere to me as a neat community. What was so neat about Flaxmere? Or what is so neat, really?
1: It, it just has a real sense of community there. It's, uh, when you go to the local shopping centre, you're bound to bounce into somebody that you know. Uh, the kids around, it's just got that real vibrant sense of life as a community, so...
0: You you talked to me also about the, the feeling of music and fun that you can experience at Flaxmere. Did you get that sense, not only at the Salvation Army, but in the community centre of Flaxmere as well?
1: Yes, certainly. It's it's quite a vibrant multicultural community, so it's got that real... It's a, yeah, just got a real feel of community and a fun place to be, so...
0: You described it to me as a village. Now, Flaxmere is just but a part of Hastings, and I guess in the formal sense, a suburb maybe of the Hastings District Council. Why do you, you describe it as a village?
1: I suppose it's just, it has that that sense of a, a village feel about it, so it has a, again it has a real sense of community about it, uh, that, that lots of Tamariki children in the community around, it's uh, it's just got a, a real vibe about it that uh, some of the other places in the Hawke's Bay maybe don't have quite a, a, as rich a sense of community about them.
0: Mm. Oh, when I think of Flagsmere, I don't really see in my mind a centre, a, a village square, if you like, or um, obviously we've got no shopping malls in Hawke's Bay per se, but what is the centre of Flaxmere? What what does it revolve around, or is it just the people?
1: It's mostly the people. I suppose there is the community centre and the uh, shopping centre, small shopping centre there. But it's, uh, The fact that it is, has got quite a small centre means that people often... Uh, encounter others that they know in, in the centre rather than it being a large town centre. So it's uh, give, I think that's part of what gives it that sort of village-type feel. So.
0: What do you see as being the future for the Salvation Army in Flaxmere? It's not buildings, it's not four walls, is it? What is it for the Salvation Army in Flaxmere?
1: Uh, we'd, we'd like to see it... An expression of service and community service maybe actually in the town centre and also just a real connection with the wider Hastings Salvation Army uh, to be running programmes out there, uh, things for the um, youth and children and just to have that uh, flexibility not to be tied to a building but to be able to actually be out more in the community so that there's uh I know it's uh, an ongoing work and what that will look like and in, uh, moving into the future
0: so at the beginning of 2021, your life split in two as far as your service to the Salvation Army is concerned. You worked for the district headquarters in a cultural strategy for the Midland Division. That was one side of your work, which is not what we're here to talk about today. The other side of your work was to talk about community ministries, to work in community ministries, to be based in Napier, and if you like, bury yourself. Self in community ministries. What's community ministries, Tim?
1: So our community ministries is particularly the, the services provided to the wider community, uh, things such as uh, welfare food assistance, which is what I've been primarily engaged with, housing support, uh, uh, budgeting, financial um, support, uh, the, the like those sorts of things that we just a, a services to our wider community so the services that are provided by the Salvation Army with no um, no sense of discrimination or any you know they're open to anybody that's requiring or needing that assistance
0: let's break down some of this because I think people that use the services of the Salvation Army know but that little piece of of the work of the Salvation Army. If you are using the services, for example, of, say, drug and alcohol abuse, you don't necessarily know about the housing services that the Salvation Army provides, and, and so on and so forth. In fact, I meet a lot of people with just an interview situations that do not understand even that the Salvation Army is a church. Such is how it is perceived to be out there in the community. So let's break down some of this and talk about the impact that the Salvation Army per se has had on the various sectors of our local community over the last year. Let's start with welfare. What have we been giving out or distributing or helping with as regards things under the heading of welfare?
1: So our welfare services, firstly, the process st- starts, and a really important pro- part of the process is our assessment interviews. So we take quite a in-depth approach to uh, providing assistance for somebody. So we're likely to take like up to half an hour to uh, sit down and have a really good chat about what's going on with people to to have that uh, understanding of why they're why they 're requiring welfare assistance and maybe unpacking some of the other stuff that 's going on in in their lives, so our welfare assessments are a really important part of that, and we 've done over a thousand assessments in the last year to date and they yeah, they are just a, a chance to really uh, dig a little bit deeper in people 's lives. We do have a holistic uh, approach to the work that we provide services that we provide so Rather than just providing the food assistance, which is really important, we take like what might be a fa'atapafafa model. So uh, it's about a person's spirituality, about their uh, hinengaro, or their mental well-being and health. Um, it's about their fa'ano, their family, their relationships, and it's about their physical well-being. So they might present with needing food or uh, other assistance, uh, um, uh, other basic material needs we take the time to actually delve into a little bit more of what's going on and sometimes it is relational stuff that we just need to you know, even just having the chance to sit down and talk through it for for a time so yeah. that's a big part of what we provide and then obviously the material needs uh, food assistance um, follows follows,
0: follows spree, on yeah. from that you' you're quite right, I suppose if we just stop and have a we think, people come and ask for food assistance because there's an issue
1: yes yeah and and it's it's not necessarily everyone has a broad and uh connected life, so it's not just if somebody is requiring food assistance for that particular week that. They have an issue. Everyone has issues, but it's about showing an interest in their, th- them as a person and their wider um, being, and how you know how they are, what's going on in their life, and actually just giving them that chance to unpack and and um, and also a, a, an opportunity to pray for them. We often, in the process, uh, ask somebody if they would like prayer support, and that might be have not been what they were expecting necessarily when they came for our assistance but actually just to sit down and have a sense of hope and the sense of that support on a spiritual level as well is really important and it's surprising how many times people and when they do the evaluation of our service or of the, the session they'll they'll say thank you so much for the prayer as as a um it's you know that is actually one of the highlights often for people that they actually can get a sense of a uh, support beyond just the food that we're offering so
0: when you are assessing somebody to give them a food parcel, what are some of the reasons that you find that people are coming to ask for food what what is sitting behind that need?
1: well quite simply it's uh, their income does not meet their expenses and for this particular, you know, most people can uh, resilient and can, can survive perfectly well. But if it takes a car issues, or uh, often it's health related issues, uh, maybe it's being a recent change in income, so a loss of job or, or work um, that that simply their day to day expenses do not. Uh, meet um, their income doesn't meet their day to day needs at this particular time. Sometimes it's more underlying issues. So there are uh, maybe addictions issues. Uh, so w- w- some of some of the clients that you get that you know that that there is other stuff that's going on in their life, and you know that might be quite entrenched, and it might even be intergenerational stuff. And uh, other other people that you get coming in, it is just that. They need. They are on quite low incomes, and they just need maybe once or twice a year or just a bit of a uh, help to refill the pantry because things have just got low. So.
0: Yeah, got out of hand. You told me off air that the Salvation Army nationally is the largest provider of transitional housing in Aotearoa. Housing is something that is talked about ad infinitum, really, but not everyone seems to be doing. Anything about it? First of all, what do you mean by transitional housing, and what are we doing or you doing in Hawke's Bay to help?
1: So, transitional housing is a uh, was an initiative that began about four or five years ago now, with the housing crisis. That private providers, such as the Salvation Army, provide housing for for people. That's um, through uh, Ministry of Social Development as well, and we will provide um, wraparound services, um, social, uh, social worker support, uh, h- help the Farno to, to work out what might have led to their needing um, accommodation at the moment because they are people that are at risk or homeless or at mm-hmm. risk of homelessness within the very immediate future. Um, families, so it 's helping them to work out if they 'd lost a previous tenancy. What might that have been uh, obviously we 're seeing lots of families coming through that it was really through no uh, no result of their own actions it's simply that we have such a um, limited supply of housing in the Hawkes Bay that we have families that simply cannot find housing that we 're seeing but there is emergency housing as What's provided through uh more through motels that sort of thing transitional housing is normally a more like a three bedroom house, but it's a three three months we will extend it, but three months to work on looking for additional housing, working through maybe budgeting issues uh, relationship issues that have led to um, to the need for housing in the interim so
0: I think you you said or I heard you say at one stage that we're looking at a 40 plus of this kind of accommodation facilities in Hawke's Bay that's quite a lot of housing isn't it for the Salvation Army to look after and I guess it must be indicative of our need or we would not be looking at that number
1: Certainly it's and housing has become probably the number one issue in our um, Community at the moment that's leading to deprivation and leading to increased inequality with the just what's happened in the housing market over the last ten to fifteen years, which probably stems back twenty years plus, and a lot of the uh, outcomes that we see, a lot of the need for other support is coming from limited supply of housing. So if you've got families that are having to relocate every two two years every year and kids not being able to be at a regular school and there's so many issues that come from if you don't have stable housing then you are in a far more vulnerable position than if you have stable housing um, so it's not about housing ownership as as per se it's actually about just having a reliable consistent roof over your head where you can raise your family and that is something that let alone the quarter acre dream, for many of the families that we're working with, the dream of actually just having a consistent home is actually pretty much gone out the window because of the housing crisis.
0: One of the things that you mentioned is something that we easily o- overlook, I suppose is that consistency of schooling for the for the children I think that is really important isn 't it? If we can just keep these families living in the same spot in the same community round where their children go to school, it must have a huge benefit
1: mm, yes and, and also employment opportunities because if you're employed in a in a place and you You need to shift and the only opportunities it's all very well and fine to say we'll move to another town but then you've got to sell all the furniture that you've got or get rid of it somehow you've got to pay to get it removed and maybe this happens every few years so so um families like um low income families can get just really stuck in a if they start to get in um in that position where they can't keep sustainable housing and it, um, it's often through no fault of their own that, um, that it just gets really hard and then you it impacts your your employment as you say it impacts the education for uh, your children it's a it's a huge uh, disadvantage in our society. So.
0: Can we talk just for a minute about the financial assistance that the Salvation Army does for people in need? And I guess we start with the budgeting services, don't we? But it's not just budgeting. How does the financial package sit together for a family in need of that kind of assistance?
1: Uh, we do have like good loans or uh, low-interest loans that we provide, uh, that's um, We have an uh, a advisor that assists with those. Um, that's a national program that the Salvation Army provides. So it might be if somebody is needing to get transport, for example, for, for employment um, r- reasons, then we can help them, assist them, rather than them getting a, a very high-interest loan. Obviously, there's, it still needs to be a... Um, it, it still needs to be a responsible loan so that we need to sit down and work through the budget and make sure the people the client can pay that loan back um, so that's one of the main things that we provide I suppose uh, beyond the budgeting is the, um, the the loan schemes that we provide um, they, they are quite strict criteria to get them um, at, but that um, we do provide assistance to quite a number of families through that though so.
0: and that's underwritten by the Salvation Army
1: yes it's uh, there's also uh, a, a trust that underwrites that it's um Sorry, the name escapes me off off the top of my head. It doesn't
0: matter. It doesn't matter. I I just think it's an excellent thing. And anything to stop people getting into debt and paying interest at an exorbitant rate, which is so unnecessary, is a wonderful help with getting one's feet back on the ground. It takes a team of people to make this happen, doesn't it? It's not just the officer at Flaxmere or the officer at Hastings or the officer at Napier. There's a number of people that sit behind providing these kinds of services. Who are the people? I don't necessarily mean their names here, Tim. But what kinds of qualifications do these people have that are helping you put all this in place for us here in Hawke's Bay?
1: So, first up, we do have uh, we do employ. Uh, fully registered social workers obviously there's uh, some of a lot of the cases that we work with do require uh, quite in depth um, knowledge and intervention in that in that space so uh, social workers we uh, have uh, uh, welfare workers that, that we employ and some volunteer on a volunteer basis as well um, so yeah we have um teams of uh, uh, teams of people that provide those services So i have got a, a team in, um, in Hastings And a team in Napier in particular so.
0: We're broadcasting this this recording today This interview today Round about Christmas time At the end of 2021 That's just putting us where we are for this interview What needs come about as a result of Christmas does Christmas have its special issues and problems?
1: Yes it does. Um Christmas is obviously a time of the year that a lot of the uh negative social indicators actually uh, are elevated at Christmas. So a lot of relationship issues um I think a lot of it comes down to uh the materialism and pressures that we place around Christmas. Um we also obviously do provide like uh where Um, assistance with uh, children's gifts and toys for families and um, and some uh, food hampers and extra food assistance around this time Um, I I think a lot of the a lot of at this time of the year it's a a lot of the challenges I think for families are relational and just financial on the pressures that are communicated uh, on you know around the the need to buy more or or give more or get more or yeah, and the the feeling of the needs to do that for your children, um, sometimes it's at what they actually really really need is time and um and just afi and care and love, and I think if people can remember that more, um, if possible, you know, at Christmas, actually take the time just to be family together and enjoy the that Salvation
0: space. Army is known for providing Christmas meals. Uh, the Christmas Day meal that so many Salvation Army corps across New Zealand will offer on Christmas Day, does that all go by the by at a time of COVID, or will there still be these special community Christmas dinners? Um,
1: uh, That is a challenge. I know in in Napier we're not providing a meal this year. Uh, I'm not sure what other Salvation Army around the country will be doing. Uh, Sometimes yeah there's there's other agencies that also do provide meals, particularly those that work specifically in the homeless uh, um, sphere so I'm not sure what's happening in Napier this year for that um lighthouse might be providing something I'm sure there'll be some other provisions
0: yeah, um, you're about to leave us in Hawke's Bay and head away, so whereabouts is your next posting, Tim? Where are you off to?
1: We're off to the Taranaki, so I'll be in Stratford uh, for the near future, medium future. So.
0: A different kind of demography for you there, placed in the middle of a rural community rather than in the heart of Napier or Flagsmere.
1: Uh Certainly, but yeah, very much looking forward to... Uh, getting to uh, be part of a wider uh, Taranaki team as well um, for, for New Plymouth and Hawara and just being in that community will be you know any community you're in has um, has lots of gifts and lots of things to offer and also lots of challenges and needs so
0: we wish you well over in the Taranaki. Thank you, Major Tim Moulton from the Salvation Army Community Services based at the Napier Corps in Take Drive, Napier. Thank you for being my guest on rotary wheels. Should you or anyone you know need the help and services of the Salvation Army, they're very accessible via all modern means of electronic communication. During times of pressure and stress, please ask for confidential personal assistance. Should you be considering volunteering volunteering in your local community, Google Rotary. We might just be the fun and friendly conduit that you are looking for. Please join me every Monday morning after the 10 o'clock news to meet another Rotarian from your local community. I'm Lynn Trafford. This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay Voices on Air.